Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, party people, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the galaxy's favorite pop culture podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs. And our good friends over at Sailfish Comics, three incredible locations for you here in North Carolina. One right here in Greensboro across from Best Buy, one in Winston-Salem, and one in Concord right outside of Charlotte. Be sure to check them out for all your comic book, graphic novel, action figures, Funkos, the whole nine yards. If you're into nerdy, geeky stuff, I guarantee you they have it. Again, that is Sailfish Comics with two S's. Be sure to check out all three of their locations as well as their website. This is all right. This is your boy Brian, aka El Nino, and today I am joined with Stephen Mayer, aka Sailfish Steve. Sailfish Steve, welcome back. Uh, you know, again, for those of you that have been listening and taking part in our social media, Sailfish Comics is a very, very good friend of ours. Three locations here in the Carolinas. One right here in Greensboro, Winston-Salem, and of course, Concord. Today, we are going to be talking about our expectations on some fall and winter movie and TV show previews. But before we get into that, we're going to get into some of our maybe surprises, big hits, you know, things that have kind of maybe gone under the radar for, for 2023 so far and, and some things that maybe have surprised us. So, uh, you know, starting with Steven, what are some of your kind of takeaways so far as we are, you know, I mean, I know we're past the halfway point of this year, but before we hit the the fall and winter season, what have you enjoyed so far in the, in the realm of entertainment in general? Uh, I think Barbie and Oppenheimer were my favorites, which we talked about the last time we were on here, but kind of under the radar things, uh, I thought No Hard Feelings had a lot more heart than I expected it to from the trailers. Uh, 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 Bottoms this weekend, which was one of those things that seemed interesting that, you know, if you looked at what tickets were available on Thursday, Friday, the theaters are pretty wide open. But then by Sunday, they were really filling in and it seemed like some word of mouth kind of picking up a couple of the stars of uh, FX is the bearer in there and just good word of mouth building for an indie movie, which we'll probably see more of as we get into the fall and winter, because those are the movies that can still be promoted. Nice. Nice. So I'm really glad you mentioned bottoms because while my daughter was in town last week, this is one of her picks coming okay. into it. So what, what's your just kind of feedback on bottoms? Uh, it's a very surrealist kind of world. Like okay. people using flip phones for no reason almost like a, a farcical like airplane kind of vibe okay to it. uh the guys are really parodies like the football team is almost like a bunch of kens but they <laughs> have some really actualized powerful women finding their place in the world too awesome awesome i'll definitely be sure to uh, check that out and With it, gratuitous violence <laughs> right because i mean as far as a premise it, it's like these these females in school start their own fight club, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. For for various reasons and uh, with dubious origins and stuff. But then they kind of all find each other and find their place through it. Okay. All right. And I mean, I got to agree with you. Um, you know, I do want to go ahead and, and provide an apology first off, because when we did our 2023 movie preview, the beginning of the year, I'm pretty sure... 
I said Barbie was not on my list of movies to watch or, or care about at all. And, uh, you know, I can admit when I'm wrong. It was phenomenal. You know, we talked about it during our Barbenheimer episode. And, uh, you know, it's still crushing records. I believe it just surpassed Harry Potter, right, for the wow. the biggest Warner Brothers Okay. Movie of all time, as far as domestic and international gross, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. So I know Greta Gerwig, like we talked about, I mean, just phenomenal. I mean, after this, I'm sure she's just going to be able to pick and choose whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, all power to her. I mean, why not? So. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, so besides that, I mean, as, as far as some things that, uh, you know, another one that I wasn't really super thrilled about that I actually tr like thoroughly enjoyed was the Dungeons and Dragons movie that came out this year. You know, great comic relief. I, I'm a huge fan of Chris Pine. I think he can do a lot of roles, but especially the comedic roles, I think he just does well. And this was just a fun movie, especially if you're not a huge D&D &D fan. You didn't have to be, and you don't have to be a huge D&D &D fan to enjoy this film. And just, you know, I'd love to hear your feedback on it because I know we haven't had a chance really, you and I, to connect on this film, but would love to get your feedback on it as well. Yeah, my, my wife described it as if Lord of the Rings was a Marvel movie. <laughs> I think that's you know that's what you get and there's there's good fun even in the slow parts where they can acknowledge that it's going slow and that those are the mechanics of the game of people trying to steal scenes and trying to really chew up scenery and stuff but when it gets down to it another one of her big comments why she enjoyed it so much was the ending wasn't just a giant ball of light like there was that going on in the background, yeah. but it was also characters using what they've learned and using what they've uh, grown into to, to win the final battle. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'll be honest. I'm a very limited knowledge person of the D and D board game. I've played a little bit, not enough to be significant by any means. And just going into it, I was just like, you know what, I'll check it out. And just like you said, with bottoms, I do believe Dungeon and Dungeons and Dragons had a great word of mouth following mm -hmm. that was because everybody I talked to, they were like, man, this, this movie's just fun. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. you know, whether if it's the diehards or the people that didn't know much about the D and D realm, it seemed like everybody really enjoyed it. Like some of the diehards may not have enjoyed it, which happens when you're a diehard fan of anything. Yeah. You know, there's going to be stuff that's going to be left out, but uh, you know, I definitely enjoyed it. And then TV wise uh, on Hulu flaming hot, the story on how uh, Cheetos got the, the flaming hot flavor was a very good, just feel good, you know, movie that was straight to straight to Hulu, I believe. Uh, and it was, what's her name? Uh, Ava Longoria. Um, Ava Longoria, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was her directorial debut, but I thought she did a, a fantastic job. And it was one of those, like, you know, it was just on. And I heard, you know, saw on social media some pretty mm -hmm. good reviews about it. And I, I really enjoyed it. So those are, are some of my, you know, takeaways from this year. So moving forward, you know, we're in September now. A few more months left, which is just insane how, how fast time travels when you're no longer a kid. Yeah. So, you know, starting with you in terms of, and you can go either way, you know, movies, shows, like, what are you looking forward to this, this upcoming, you know, as we wrap up 2023, what are some things that you're into? Well, I'm trying to manage my expectations as things continue to get moved out into 2024 for the rest uh, of the year. So 
you know, with that caveat, I'm really enjoying Ahsoka that's on right now. My new puppy, I named her Snips and stuff. I'm a big fan and loving the way that's going. Um, looking at the upcoming calendar in September, there's uh, The Creator starring John David Washington, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Gareth Edwards. It's his first movie that he's done since Rogue One, a Star Wars story in like 2016. So wow. it's been a long wait for that, but that looks like really cool sci-fi fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same day, Dumb Money, which looks almost like a Adam McKay kind of almost yeah. mockumentary of games. yeah yeah uh, game stock stock manipulation and then into october i mean i know they're trying to make exer swift happen i don't know <laughs> if i'm completely sold on that yet but i'm always down uh-huh, uh-huh. what about you i think the big one is going to be saw patrol so we have Saw okay. yeah. 15 at this point <laughs> and Paw Patrol coming out. <laughs> so that's going to be the next Barbenheimer mashup is Saw Patrol, uh, which will be interesting to see for for the dads that are sneaking out, trying to get a, a nice little glimpse of what Jigsaw is up to. Yeah. Um, besides that, I mean, I will say probably my favorite, my favorite Disney MCU TV show production to this date has been Loki season one. Okay. So Loki season two coming back out October 6th. Can't wait to see what happens. Very interested to see what happens with Gen V uh, coming out September 29th on Prime, an offshoot of The Boys. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's more kind of like The Boys, but they're in college. Yeah. So yeah. Interested to see. I think the first trailer actually just came out today. So I'll definitely check that out. And Scott Pilgrim takes off Netflix November 17th. They have the original cast back from the movie to take care of. Obviously, it's very hard to translate any comic book series or just any book period into one movie. So I'm very interested to hear your take on the Scott Pilgrim, you know, offshoot or not offshoot, but how it's going to do on Netflix, especially compared to the graphic novels and the, and the books. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim is a Desert Island top five, reread it at least once a year kind of thing. Yeah, I think the movie was a best case scenario of Hollywood production of a movie, especially since I think the graphic novel series ended the week or a couple weeks before the movie came out. So oh, there was an it. ending written for the series when the movie came out. So that's why the endings are kind of divergent. I think it's cool that they're bringing back the whole cast and they got everybody on board. I know that they had done some uh, charity table reads and stuff like that during the pandemic. I would have almost liked to see like, what does Scott Pilgrim look like now? Who are those kids now? And get a little bit of recasting, but hearing the anime Noguchi soundtrack and the trailer and stuff, I'm all in. I mean, I don't know why I try to fight it at all. (laughs) Yeah. I'm one of those where, you know, anytime it comes to, remakes or extensions it's like please just don't mess this up Mm -hmm. but i mean you're right it's one of those things to where anytime a movie comes out and and you expect or if anyone expects it to be as good as a a book or especially a graphic novel series or a series of books Mm -hmm. it's it's damn near impossible you know to be quite honest with you it really it really really is so hopefully it does the the rest of the series justice um in terms of films I will say you already mentioned Dumb Money. I can't wait to see this. I saw the documentary on Netflix about the GameStop debacle 
I mean, that's the best mm-hmm. way to put it. You know how uh, Robin Hood had no idea what was going on, and inexplicably their servers went down as the the greatest short of all time was was being unshorted by the rest of us. Yeah. Um, you know, so be sure to check out the documentary on Netflix. I cannot remember the name of it. It's not called Dumb Money, but I love Paul Dano. I mean, the cast for this movie looks phenomenal. Seth Rogen. Um, yeah, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is in it, oh. playing the owner of the Mets, Steve Cohen. Oh, oh, I did not know that. Okay. Bastion Stan, who I think is one of the most underrated stars of this this generation like Sebastian stands the guy that like, uh, I don't know if you watched, I think it was called fresh meat on Hulu where he plays a cannibal. I mean, he just lights up the screen. You love him. And like even more than you ever did Patrick Bateman. (laughs) I agree with you a thousand percent. I I love Sebastian Stan. Like to me, he's not just a winter soldier. I think he crushes it in, in every role that he does. I, I even enjoyed him. As as much as I'm not a fan of the Tommy Lee story, I thought he did great as, yeah. as Tommy Lee in the, and again another Hulu series there, and then he was also phenomenal in I Tanya as well. Yeah. So yeah, great, great, great actor. So yeah, looking forward to Dumb Money. One of one of my I think creeper hits of this year. You know, to me, Taika Waikiki, for the exception of Thor four can do no wrong, <laughs> um, but he's got a, another movie coming out called next goal wins about the Samoan soccer team that went to the 2014 world cup. And they were just terrible, 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 <laughs> terrible, terrible. And it's more, you know, it, it seems like a feel good movie kind of getting his back to his roots. Like uh, the, 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 what is it? The wilder, the wilder uh, hunt for the wilder people. Right. Yeah. Getting, getting back to that a little bit, you know, feel good stories. So looking forward to that. Uh, movie wise, there's three that are definitely in my, in my, in my, in the, in the top of my list. I got to go with, even though I was not excited about this movie originally, I do have a little bit of hope left for the MCU after the year and a half that it's kind of had. The Marvels, November 10th. The trailer looks great. You got me hooked up with the Beastie Boys soundtrack in the beginning. You know, I love Kamala. I like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Ready to see Old Girl back as Photon. We'll see. It looks like a fun, fun movie. And I think a little bit more of an extension of what seemed like a very short season of Secret Invasion with Mm -hmm. Nick Fury. Yeah, so that's kind of my take on it. I'd love to hear like what your thoughts are on the Marvels and if you're excited to see it or not. I'm not super <laughs> psyched the way I used to be. Okay. Uh, although, you know, I loved Guardians. I loved yeah. Guardians. I loved uh, Spider-Man, the most recent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been a little, a little overwhelming for all the Marvel stuff. Um, but at the same time, that's the business I'm in. Yeah, and I think I think Kamala is the best part of it. I think it's yeah. the most natural part of it. Yeah, and that if I think a lot of folks skip the show, thinking like, "Oh, this is just for kids," or "This is the wrong vibe," but I thought it was awesome. Couldn't agree more. I think Kamala is such a humble character, and like all of us, if we were to stumble upon superpowers, knowing that we also have these people that we look up to. And just her genuine rawness. And as a person, 
I keep seeing stories of her showing up to Comic Cons and just yeah, she was wearing uh, outfits and everything Jubilee, else. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Jubilee Canada one a week yeah. or two ago. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it's that to me. I, I like trying to connect with people like that to where you can see their wholesomeness and not just on a social media post or hey, I'm just doing this to you know trying to help out like 200 homeless people. Like, just be real. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like not saying there's not anything anything wrong with that. But just be yourself, and and uh, you know I think she plays great. So looking forward to that. Dune Part Two, definitely looking forward to that. I really really enjoyed the first one. I'm glad that they split this into a few films. Apparently it's going to be three, but they there has been rumors that it could be a fourth, especially mm-hmm. because the book is so massive, and it would do a justice, you know, compared to the first Dune movie. I mean, yeah, you know, Sting was great and everything else, but. You know, what What do you think about Dune Part 2? What did you think about Dune Part 1? I really enjoyed it. Uh, Denny Villeneuve is an amazing director. Uh, I remember one of those movies that I think was really underrated, but, like, I left the theater just being like, oh, I just got knocked on my ass by that movie was Arrival. And so have really just enjoyed everything since then. Uh, I think it's one of those things that almost seems like it's cursed because, like, Dune was supposed to come out, I think, in 2020 originally, and right. then kept getting kicked back because of the COVID. And then it was supposed to come out in October, and it's now been kicked back to March because of the writer strike. So, you know, it's one of those things, like, will it ever get finished? It's kind of like the Avatar movies now where they <laughs> just said that I think four, three and four are in the can already. But they're saying five for Avatar won't be out until 2030 now. It's like one of those bucket list things. Hopefully we'll see it before we're all dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's true. And, uh, you know, side topic. I've always wondered, like, if, if we pass away, like, can we still watch movies, like, as ghosts? So <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only person. I see how that. it ends. I need That's closure right. in life. Yeah, you're Thank haunting you. to wait to see how it ends. <laughs> Thank you. And, um, you know, to kind of wrap up my list, I got to say I'm super interested in this, not just because a uh, Scorsese fan that I am, but Killers of the Flower Moon, October 6th on Apple and, and uh, you know, of course, a select theater run based on a true story. You know, it's one of those things where growing up in school, you, you obviously just get the uh, the PG version of of how America was established. And then as you get older, you see more and more and more. And I remember kind of my first dose of this story is when I first saw Rage Against Machine came out with the video for freedom. And I was just like well, shit, this is like my first, like non-history history class. Yeah. I mean, it was really Rage Against the Machine and Public Enemy for me when it came to as far as knowledge on historical matters that were not taught in school, especially Mm -hmm. at such a a young age. And then to see this finally come into fruition, because I mean, over the years, and I'm sure you've seen it too, Stephen, with, you know, Watchmen with the uh, Black Wall Street, you know, that was something that was foreign to me. Yeah, very foreign to me. And I'm sure I would say at least 75% of the U.S., things like that. And and you see these things that I wouldn't say are, were covered up in school. And I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist or whatever. But, you know, obviously that we don't learn about. But you you do realize that these are things that have happened that are an unfortunate story on America. So I'm interested to see, obviously, the take on this. The cast looks great. I mean, it's it's obviously Scorsese. So, um, you know, just, and his journey through 
streamers and stuff and finding that new home in a world where, you know, like we've been saying, the theaters might not always be there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how is. many theaters do you think would have taken on the Irishman at four hours? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, four hours is tough. I mean, I have a 21 year old kid and she's like, dad, two and a half hours is a lot for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Another plus for the Marvels coming in at an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> MC movie. Like you won't get bored. I'm sure. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, before we wrap up, Stephen, what what's coming out in the world of comic books that people should be looking out for in events? You know, everything you guys have coming up at either or all or, or one of the locations. You know, now's the time to go ahead and dish on that. And we also just found out we're going to be doing a raffle between September 18th and 24th for two tickets to go see the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse live orchestral performance at the Tanger Center. So follow us on social media to keep up with all of that. And as far as new releases go, on September 19th, Tom King is going to be taking over uh, Wonder Woman for DC. And you might have heard of him, his blown off wedding between Catwoman and Batman during his rebirth run. He also did the Rorschach series, uh, sequel to Watchmen, uh, for DC's Black Label, and he's going to be mainly focusing on Diana's daughter, Trinity. So it's a newer, younger character who is a peer of Jonathan Kent, Superman, Superman's son, and Damian Wayne, Batman, who has taken over the role of Batman for for Bruce Wayne. And then I'm probably most excited about October 4th. Marvel is going to be launching their next event, which is called Gods. And it's going to be the powers that be versus the natural order of things in the Marvel Universe, Doctor Strange kind of realm, written by Jonathan Hickman, who's a favorite of mine. And also that day, there's going to be the relaunch of Transformers from Robert Kirkman's Skybound imprint of Image. And there's some crazy stuff in issue one where they were like, I can't believe Hasbro is letting us do this. I can't believe we're getting to do this. So. Those are kind of three really big ones here in the next month that we can't wait for. Um, on some more comic book stuff too, what I've what I've been seeing. So you know, for those of you comic book fans out there, I'm sure you saw there was the death of Kamala, who we were talking about earlier. Mm. And now apparently she is back, right? As yes, a- it was it was very brief. I think she was gone for <laughs> yeah. less than a month. <laughs> right, she was she was gone. Not an Uncle Ben life. situation. It was not a, <laughs> even a death of Captain America situation. Right. Uh, yeah, it was very quick. I think it was a lot of housekeeping. Yeah. Um, honestly, where Kamala was introduced as an Inhuman at the point where before Disney bought Fox, mm-hmm. they were kind of trying to make the point of like well, we don't even need the X-Men. The Inhumans are just as good as the X-Men. But now... <laughs> Lo and behold. <laughs> after, yeah, after the failed Inhumans TV show and all of that mm. becoming, you know, Marvel Legends or whatever they call it on Disney Plus now, yeah, they, they uh, sunsetted the Inhuman tag for Kamala and brought her back, and now she's a mutant. Now okay. that... You know, Disney has bought Fox now that it's all safe and it's all in house again. Right. Now she's a mutant like she probably always should have been. Exactly. So is that comic book out now or is that something coming out later? It is. The new series launched last week and she made her return as a mutant in Amazing Spider-Man 31, which is also on stands now. There you go. 
There you go. Be sure to check it out. Again, all three Sailfish comic locations here in North Carolina. Greensboro, right across from Best Buy. Winston-Salem, what is it, Silas Creek Parkway? Yep. Perfect. And then Concord? Uh, off Bruton Smith Boulevard or uh, Concord Mills Boulevard. The, the exit of Concord, as I call it. <laughs> yeah. The one place you're going to in Concord, unless you're flying yeah. out on the private jet to go to a NASCAR race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stephen, it's always a pleasure. Hang out with us for a little bit. And that's going to do it for this episode of Zero Dark Nerdy, the galaxy's favorite pop culture podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, betonline.ag, and Sailfish Comics with two S's. With three locations here in North Carolina, one in Concord, one in Greensboro, one in Winston-Salem for all your geeky needs out there. Big shout out to our website sponsor. That is our good friends over at Zibster. That is Z-I-B-S-T-E-R, who can take care of all of your website as well as SEO needs. We've been using them for the last three and a half years now. And I got to tell you, we have never been happier with just the ease and use of our website. SEO friendly, very easy to take stuff in and out. Uh, I mean, we couldn't be happier. So be sure to check out Zipster for all your website needs. On behalf of everybody at Zero Dark Nerdy, this is your boy, Brian, a.k.a. El Nino. We'll see you next time. Peace. Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.